0: Please have a seat. And a very happy Christmas and thank you for making the walk up Regent Street to come and celebrate Christmas with us like this. I can see around the room some signs that you have been Christmas shopping. It is the, the happy joy in your... it's not, it's the bags and the sign of stress and the tiredness. Um, I can't quite tell whether you finished or whether, you know, there's a bit more tomorrow. Um, but for the next few minutes, what I'd like us to do is to think about God as a Christmas shopper. In other words, think with me about the present that God has given us at Christmas time. Christmas presents, they are tricky, aren't they? So they're tricky for the, the giver. That's why you've been up and down Oxford Street. They're also tricky for the receiver, aren't they? So just for a second, think of the worst Christmas present you've ever had. And think of that moment, you're unwrapping it, and you have to say, Oh, it's just what I wanted, because... And you've got to give a reason. So pick up these little books, uh, open at page five. Uh, These are our small gifts to you this Christmas, and if you bend the page back... And follow along. You will see God's Christmas present in the reading that Anu read for us. And we're going to follow the the normal three stages of unwrapping. And each one of those will be a, a Christmas reflection for you to take away with you. So stage one, what is it? Stage two, how do you feel? And stage three, what do we do with it? So stage one, what is it? And imagine that you are the, the representatives of the human race uh, gathered unwrapping this presence. You go, oh, um, God, you've, uh, <laughs> you've given us a, a baby. Um, thank you. Um, what is this baby? Well, uh, from the very beginning, verse 1, you can see he is God. He is as old as God. The Word is as old as God. He is equal with God. He made the universe but then look at verse number 14, part way down the page. It says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory. So God became flesh, became a human being, became visible. And that is the, the primary Bible interaction with atheism and agnosticism. Verse 18, actually at the very bottom. Says, no one has ever seen God. Hard to believe in someone who you have not seen. But now, Jesus has made him known. In Jesus, God has done all of the hard work. He's become visible, observable, he was seen. I spoke this year at the carol service for the Met police. Slightly nervous, um, all of them in uniform, and I was, you know, cycling home. Maybe they'd arrest me for not having my lights work properly, but I spoke for them. And I said that um, that makes John's gospel like your police notebook. Like it's the notebook in which you write all of the evidence. What people say, what you saw, what was there. If you were to take these home and read them, please do take them. And John would be saying on every page, that's what I saw, that's what I heard. But more than that, verse 14 wants us to think about the Christmas present from God's perspective, it says the word became flesh. And flesh, there is a, a deliberately provocative, debasing word. The, the original Jewish readers, they would have turned slightly queasy at that word in verse 14. Uh, when I was a, a dad for the first time, they um, they make you go to these classes beforehand. They claim it's for you know the mother and the baby as well. It's not. It's for the dads. And they show you the video just, I think, to see which of you is going to faint uh, when it comes to the birth. And the point of verse 14 is that God featured in one of those videos. Still a, a blasphemous idea to millions around the world today. But um, we we like babies. Uh, we think, why wouldn't God want to become a baby? Babies, they just eat and sleep and look sweet. Uh, what is not to like? But to see Christmas properly, we need to look at it from God's point of view. So I wonder, how far would you be prepared to go to save another human being? Uh, maybe you are, in fact, the designated first aider on your floor at work, in your workplace. Uh, maybe do they do those um, those training sessions with you? The sort of scenarios where um, you know the global head of something important has has had a little difficulty, and there's water, and there's electricity, and they've broken their arm, and they've got a concussion, uh, and you're asked, is it you know, are you willing to go and save them? I um, I was doing this at Lloyd's Bank this week, uh, and uh, at Lloyd's Bank I can report the health and safety training is strong. Uh, they said um, you only go and help if it is safe for you to do so. It's the right answer from the training, isn't it? But God became a human being. It was not safe for him. In fact, he takes our place as as a swap. When I was with the police, I asked them, do you still get called out you know, to rescue cats up trees and dogs in the Thames? And they said, yes, all the time. Um, How far would you go? to save the member of another species. And actually, Jesus, it's not just that he came to save the members of another species, us. It's actually that he became a human because we needed that kind of help. And Jesus, he did not have a a hero's role in the rescue. Christmas, you know, is one of those uh, events that includes the sequel. So on Christmas Day, all over the world... Christians meet, and um, yes, it's about the birth of Jesus, but actually what Christians do when they meet is they eat bread and they drink wine together on Christmas Day. Uh, Wine like blood poured out, and broken bread like a broken body. On Christmas Day, Christians meet and act out a memory of the sequel, of what the baby did 30 years later. How far would you go to save a colleague or to save a a pet? Would you become a cat to save them? Would you die for them? Well, according to John, that is God's presence to us. Okay, second question, second stage. How do you feel? And uh, look again on, on page five because John suggests we may feel bad. Look at verse number 11. Jesus, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him, refused to receive him. See, I want us to feel the challenge behind a present like this. Did you ever get one of those Christmas presents? Not what you wanted, but what you needed? Uh, One year, I made the mistake, big mistake, of not writing a thank you letter to my aunt. And the next year, like the sweet, lovable, neo-Victorian that she was, she gave me writing paper and envelopes. <laughs> Clearly what I needed. That's the only possible explanation. Um, you see, God's presence is hugely, hugely generous. God became flesh. Jesus died. But it is also his idea of what we needed and whether or not you think that you need rescuing by God, that will completely determine whether you receive this present or not. You may in fact feel this is, this is a Christmas present for bad people that has somehow ended up with my name on it under the tree. There's been a mistake. Because most of us, we feel like the good people. And with the, with the police, I hoped that, you know, maybe they don't need a vicar to tell them that most human beings are bad as well as good. Uh, You think of the news this year, and all the different ways that as human beings we have harmed each other. But it is one thing, isn't it, knowing that about them, it's something else imagining it could be true about me, about ourselves. Most of us lie to ourselves about the state of our hearts. And actually religious people, and I was a, a very religious child growing up, Um, devote huge efforts to that lie, that we are somehow the good people. And that is why it was the religious people who reacted the worst to Jesus. Uh, We say, you know, I'm not perfect, but there's nothing too badly wrong, nothing that you couldn't fix, which means that God's present to the world. Well, it feels like you asked maybe for a gym subscription for Christmas to help you with the, you know, the Christmas pudding bulge. And instead, you got you know, a, an emergency medical treatment and an ambulance. You think, wow, I didn't know I had that kind of problem. Third stage. Third stage, what do you do with a present like this? And John's suggestion is in verse number 12. And again, I'd love you fold down the page, keep this verse, take it away and read it later. It says yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So the the thing to do with this present is the same as you would with any great present: is simply to receive it, and that means to believe in the name of Jesus, which could be as simple as just silently, quietly. Uh, in your own in your own heart, saying to Jesus that you believe in him and you trust him to rescue you. If you said that quietly, he would hear you. And if you do that, you get the right to be God's child, the right to be family with God, family with Jesus. Have you, um, in your family, with your friends, do you have any experience of adoption? Uh, I know one boy who was in care at the age of 10 and then brought home and made a son and a brother. And is the heart of that family decades later, become family. Or I know another one where there was a, a little girl who had two baby siblings, a little boy and a little girl, baby twins. And then uh, somebody adopted all three of them together into one home. Imagine that little girl the day she realized she, she can stop worrying about her brother and sister because now they have a home and a family. Uh, I want us to feel the incredible wonder of what God is offering us at Christmas time. This is the, the adoption papers. This is making it legal. You have the right to be a child here now. It's quite a present, Christmas. And it is a, a real and a serious offer. Made by a God who has no illusions about us at all, and yet wants to adopt us. Made possible because Jesus became flesh and died. And please can I ask that you respond to it seriously as well. So please take John's evidence notebook, take it away, read it, uh, work out what you think of it. And then in the new year, can I ask, would you give us three Monday evenings? I promise that you won't regret it. The the details are on the the sheet here. If you look on the, the back inside page, there's a QR code. You could scan it for Hope Explored, which begins on Monday the 8th of January. So come and talk about some of the most important things in life and death with other people who've got those kind of questions as well. And as you read, as you think, please use those three reflection questions for Christmas 2023. God's presence, what is it, how do I feel about it, and will I receive it?